Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 526 for March 23rd through 29th, 2020. Welcome to This Week in Astrology, deepening your astrological wisdom since 2007. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. You can read this forecast online and see my chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns by going to astroshaman.com, click blog on the menu bar, then choose the astrology forecasts category. What's new? After a flurry of major events last week, including the spring equinox chart and Saturn entering Aquarius, this week seems calm in comparison. Then again, with all the coronaviral upheaval in the world, a little calm might be welcome. We do have an Aries new moon with a divine Sabian symbol, a peaking T-square featuring the Sun, Chiron, and the lunar nodes, and Venus trining both Jupiter and Pluto. We also have some bonus aspects not included in my written forecast. What's old as we come into this forecast? We've got a waning moon and a cradle with the Mercury, Uranus, and the lunar nodes is still hanging on through the 28th. Let's now move to our individual days of the forecast. Let's go ahead and start with one of those bonus things that's not in the written forecast. Here on Monday, March 23rd, we have a quintile with Jupiter and Chiron. Jupiter is at 23 Capricorn. Chiron is at 5 Aries. These are slower planets, so more significant when slower guys connect up. A quintile is a magical aspect, 72 degrees, one-fifth of the circle. When we put the archetypal ideas together, Jupiter, uh, professor, philosopher, guru, Chiron, mentor. There could be a magical inspiration around either being mentored or sharing information uh, with others. So I think the teaching vibe is very strong here. Another way to interpret this, if you're stepping out as a healer, Chiron, uh, Jupiter is very expansive, is associated with good luck and wonderful things. Quintile is like magical inspiration. So if you're doing healing work under this quintile, um, you could easily get a lot of inspiration, a lot of good energy to support you. So those are a couple of ways that that Jupiter Chiron quintile might play out. Next up, also on Monday, March 23rd, unto itself, a Mars-Pluto conjunction at 25 Capricorn can potently energize your accomplishments. You can merge the assertiveness of Mars, the massive power of Pluto, and the relentless work ethic of Capricorn. This conjunction can also supercharge your work as a warrior, leader, athlete, and entrepreneur. It also supports a down-to-earth approach to sacred sex. But watch out for this Mars-Pluto conjunction's low side. These expressions could include violence, sexual assault, and other destructive acts. This Mars-Pluto conjunction is part of the Capricorn Grand Stellium that I interpreted last week in my Spring Equinox interpretation. That was for March 19. On Tuesday, March 24th, our headline event of the week. The March New Moon lines up at 5.28 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's at 4 degrees, 12 minutes, Aries. This supports new beginnings in Aries energies, such as the warrior, entrepreneur, leader, athlete, initiator, and sexual being. Aspects. In my spring equinox interpretation that I did on last week's show, I describe a T-square involving the sun, Chiron, and the lunar nodes. I'm going to give you a slightly condensed version of that same T-square interpretation I did last week. Apologies for the repetition for those of you with excellent memories. 
So for this T-square, the Sun and Chiron, both in Aries, form a challenging T-square with the lunar nodes. Aries is associated with attack, which accurately describes COVID-19's aggressive style. That's the coronavirus, of course. The south node's in Capricorn, the north node's in Cancer. The general idea with the nodes is movement from south to north. In this case, that's away from business and worldly accomplishment Capricorn and toward the greater safety and security of home. Of course, in the weeks since I recorded that last podcast, uh, there's a lot of stay-at-home orders. Um, businesses are shutting down all over the place. We're really moving from Capricorn to Cancer here. This T-square also opens the door to service opportunities. Does it align with your life purpose to step up in this time of crisis and act as a healer or share helpful wisdom, and perhaps to do so on your own initiative without waiting to be asked? This would be a positive embodiment of this T-square, especially the higher side of Chiron and Aries. This is true as long as you don't do so impulsively and rashly, destructive Aries expressions in ways that cause more harm than good. I've already witnessed well-meaning friends helping, so to speak, by sharing misleading and dangerous advice about the coronavirus. So that's all on that T-square. We also have four other planets symmetrically arranged around the luminaries. Mercury and Uranus make semi-sextiles, highlighting the importance of original thinking and following your intuitive flashes. Venus and Ceres are semi-square the luminaries on either side. This makes it likely that you'll be given shadow work opportunities in one or more important relationships. These planets could also help you create abundance, financial or otherwise, through some sort of partnership. Sabian symbol. This new moon Sabian symbol is a white triangle is seen. It has golden wings. An uplifting symbol for trying times. I imagine an equilateral triangle. In astrology, this is an aspect pattern called a grand trine, T-R-I-N-E. It symbolizes balance and harmony. I also see this triangle with one side resting on the earth. This makes the triangle grounded while pointing to the heavens. Golden wings, of course, have a divine or angelic feel to them. Why would this symbol show up during the coronavirus pandemic? Could it be to remind us that embodied awakening is available no matter how crazy things might be in the world around us? I would never trivialize the monumental challenges we're all facing right now, but let's take a moment to also contemplate our new opportunities. Many of us will be spending a lot more time at home. We could choose to spend our extra free time endlessly distracting ourselves with games, music, TV, and movies. Or we could take some of that newly available time to awaken more deeply to our divinity. We could feel the groundedness of that triangle. We'd actually experience those golden wings blossoming from our shoulder blades. Many of us have lost a feeling of genuine connection with the earth and don't have a conscious relationship with our higher self. Like magic, the coronavirus pandemic is removing a huge number of non-essential distractions from our lives. Many of us will be receiving the gift of extra time. Instead of killing time, why not cultivate a deeper divine consciousness that, long after this pandemic is a distant memory, will continue to make your life more wonderful. I'm going to add some stuff here that all that was from my written forecast. I'm going to add something as a bonus for you here. Um, I did some plant spirit work a couple of weekends ago before everything got shut down. And I did two nights, Friday and Saturday night. The first night, I got a very clear message uh, that Mother Earth cannot wait any longer for her upgrade. She's already at a higher density than most of humanity. She's been trying to hang on to let humanity catch up. We're really taking our time. She says, I can't wait anymore. 
then the next night I got to shift myself to move closer to that new vibration. And now as I've been, you know, all the metaphysical people I'm watching, they're all saying, okay, this is the shift. We are shifting from the old reality into this new higher vibration, more divinely conscious reality. And I'm feeling it in my bones. I, I feel like it's happening too. And it may seem like a, a radical statement to some of you. So I'll say it this way. My feeling is we are shifting right now. This is the trigger. The coronavirus is the catalyzing force for a massive consciousness upgrade on the planet. It's available to those of us who wish to move into it. So if that seems too radical, um, I'll reference uh, something wise I heard Eckhart Tolle say when he was being interviewed by Oprah. He said, you know, when bad things happen, some of these new age people say, oh, your soul must have chosen that to happen. So it's all meant to be. And he said, some people have a really hard time with that. And he says, but you could say to them, well, what if you acted as if your soul had chosen that challenging experience for you? In the same way, if you aren't already buying into the idea that we're in the massive consciousness shift right now, I ask you to contemplate what if it was the shift? What if you acted as if the shift of humanity into a higher consciousness, into a higher dimension is happening right now? And if you did act as if that was happening, how would it alter your experience? If Would it make more available to you ecstatic consciousness? Would you tune into that higher consciousness that I absolutely know is, is developing because I'm experiencing it firsthand? So I just invite you to contemplate, what if the coronavirus is the catalyzing force for the shift, the spiritual upgrade that humanity has been waiting for? And what if all of the unprecedented uh, things that are happening, the stay-at-home orders, all businesses shutting down, you know, the government going into emergency mode, things just getting crazy compared to what they normally are. What if all that is necessary prerequisite? We had to get shook up that bad to get stirred up out of our usual routines and patterns that were keeping us stuck in the old order so that the new order can arise. What's it going to look like? I'm not sure. I have some general ideas that it's going to be a lot more love and light and open-heartedness and sharing and, you know, a little more of that uh, 60s ethos just at a much higher order than the 60s ever could have imagined it. Uh, but what if you acted as if that was happening? I just extend that invitation to you. Of course, believe what you want, but it will be at the very least an interesting thought experiment and possibly a life-changing uh, revelation. So I'll leave you with that. <clears throat> and move along off my riff and onto my written forecast again. So here also on Tuesday, March 24th, uh, I just talked about that T-square with the Sun, Chiron, and Lunar nodes um, as a part of the, of the lunation, but the aspect pattern itself, which started on March 14th, also peaks today on March 24th and ends on April 1st. And of course, I just interpreted that for you. On Wednesday, March 25th, uh, a couple of things here that are not in the written forecast. We've got the sun doing a couple of things, a Chiron conjunction and a quintile to Jupiter. The sun, of course, is in Aries. So a sun-Chiron conjunction can intensify both the low and high aspects of Chiron. Chiron, of course, is the wounded healer, and strong Chiron aspects can bring up shadow work. Um, by the way, my belief also is that any stuff coming up for you, you're not just doing for yourself anymore. Anyone who's halfway conscious may very well also be bringing up stuff that are other people's and clearing it through their own being. 
So if you have stuff coming up that seems uncharacteristic of you, challenging emotions, uh, disturbing thoughts, it could be that you're actually clearing it for someone else. That could happen even more likely under a Sun-Chiron conjunction. Of course, Sun-Chiron conjunction could also be you stepping up as the healer and mentor in alignment with that T-square interpretation I gave a bit ago. If I didn't say it already, the Sun and Chiron are both at five Aries. And also on this same day, March 25th, another bonus interpretation, we've got a Sun-Jupiter quintile. Um, this is lovely because Jupiter, especially with a quintile, which is a magical fairy dust kind of aspect, just kind of gives you a higher vibration, more flow, more luck, more joy, more good fortune. So here on March 25th, even if you're in lockdown, um, find something joyous you can do. Maybe you can put on some music and dance or connect with someone virtually and have a wonderful, uplifting experience with them. Look for the opportunities for joy here with the Sun-Jupiter quintile. On Thursday, March 26th, another quick bonus interpretation, a quintile between the Sun and Pluto. We just had the Sun quintile Jupiter, and now it's quintiling Pluto. Uh, the Sun this time is seven Aries, and Pluto is at uh, 25 Capricorn. Um, more of expansion. The Sun, again, core of identity, Pluto, wealth and power, quintile magical connection. Uh, this just could give you a lot more creative juju, a lot more great ideas, uh, more divine connection. The nature of the quintile involves that. Um, and also could ease profound transformation, a death and rebirth process, the sense of, wow, I can release an old aspect of myself and move into something even more wonderful. So those are just some intriguing ways you could play with a Sun-Pluto quintile. On Saturday, March 28th, astrology's two classic benefics enjoy a harmonious connection as Venus trines Jupiter. Venus, 24 Taurus, and Jupiter, 24 Capricorn. This can support general good luck, positive relating, expansive creativity, and enhanced wealth. Speaking of enhanced wealth, Venus also trines Pluto today. That's Venus 25 Taurus and Pluto 25 Capricorn. Both Venus and Taurus, the sign she's in, represent money, while Pluto stands for wealth and power. Pluto can also supercharge everything represented by the Venus-Jupiter trine. Now you may be thinking, man, I just got laid off of my job, my business is shut down, why are you talking about wealth? Well, wealth isn't just money. I mean, it may be that you're in doing something that can create some income for you. There are some businesses that are going strong uh, because they're actually necessary during this crisis. But wealth is whatever you value, whether it's tangible or intangible. For some people, wealth is the ability to have time to play with their child. Wealth is the ability to go out and walk in nature. Uh, for some people, it's money, but for some people, it's other things. So when we have these indicators this week of wealth and you're saying, man, my money supply dried up, ask yourself, what other wealth is available to me? You know, money is not ever the end to itself. Money is a means by which things are had. In fact, I'm, I'm remembering a story I hear sometimes told in business circles where uh, this, you know, high-powered businessman is walking on the beach in, you know, a third-world country, comes across this fisherman who's just coming in from his boat, and the guy says, man, um, he talks to the guy, and he, sa he says, well, yeah, you go out in your boat every day, come back, you know, feed your fish, hang out with your family, have fun with your friends, but the businessman says, man, you could go so much bigger, you could... You could uh, expand and buy a whole fleet of boats and, you know, be the boss of them and have a whole bunch of people working for you, make a whole lot more money. 
and uh, paints this whole Western capitalism style picture of how, you know, the guy could become a massive entrepreneur and with a whole fleets of fishing boats, become wealthy. And, and the guy says, well, what would I do then? He says, well, you'd make enough money where you could retire and then you could live however you want to. He said, what would you do if you had all the money you could ever want and what kind of life would you live? The guy said, man, I'd, I'd do exactly what I'm doing now. <laughs> so remember, money is not the end unto itself. It's the means to the end. And uh, it could be that, you know, your life is very wealthy and rich even if you don't have a lot of money. You know, if you're doing the things you love and that you feel inspired by and are aligned with your soul purpose. So just... Just a little thought around that whole wealth thing that I wanted to riff on for a minute here. And you know what? We're not done with Saturday, March 28th, because I got one more thing here. Jupiter also conjoins Pallas Athena at 24 Capricorn. This highlights the current importance of strategy, diplomacy, and politics, as described in the Pallas Athena section of my Spring Equinox interpretation, which you may remember from last week or can look at on astroshaman.com. And Jupiter and Pallas are part of the grand stellium that I describe there. I've got an announcement for you. Everyone is welcome to participate in most Awakening Plus calls for free. Here is March's remaining online event. It'll be this Monday, March 23rd, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's Thesa Sophia's Meditative Inquiry for Healing and Awakening. I'll give a little bit shorter description than I did last week. Thesa Sophia is one of the most amazing people I know. Her unique and effective approach to healing and awakening has helped me greatly over the years. The subtle magic she works defies easy description, but meditative inquiry for healing and awakening gets in the ballpark. This is going to be this Monday, March 23rd, 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Anyone can join us for free. Uh, details are going to be in the show notes and also a little bit here. Here's just a little bit of what she wrote about this very special event. She wrote, I'm excited to share with you a brief introduction and taster of the meditative inquiry process I use. It can bring any state of being into coherence and creativity. The simplicity of what I teach is to experience physical sensations, emotions, thoughts, and energy movement together with what is still and silent in relationship to your body. Any separation between these elements in space begins to bridge itself into unification simply through the attitude of acceptance, allowance, and surrender. This creates coherent and creative states of being where before there was incoherence and suffering. Thesa wrote more about this, which you can read by clicking the link in the show notes. We use Zoom for our live calls. The link is also in the show notes. And I'll mention Awakening Plus, which is my online spiritual support uh, program features three live streaming events each month. Most are open to everyone for free. The archive of over 200 transformative events, accountability partners, and the forum are available to Awakening Plus members. You can learn more at awakeningplus.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one -on -one services are equally effective in person or long distance. Not only that, I offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as you know, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. Learn about all this and more in the show notes. To see them, go to astroshaman.com, click blog on the menu bar, then choose Astrology Podcast. 
from the blog categories. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is info at astroshaman.com. My number for voice and text is 828-338-9852. I'd love to connect with you. We're wrapping up the episode. This week in astrology is honored to be chosen as one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, chances to win a free consultation, and have your chart interpreted on the show. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. From there, you'll be redirected to the This Week in Astrology area of astroshaman.com. Whatever your sun sign, my forecast can help you make the best use of the current astrological energies. All dates and times are in the U.S. Eastern Time Zone. Events are most powerful on the dates listed, but their influence will be active for at least a week before and after. Everyone's affected by these global transits. However, you'll be most powerfully impacted when moving planets activate sensitive points in your natal chart. Discover how these transits will personally affect you by booking a session with me. Again, more in the show notes or go to astroshaman.com, click on services and choose astrology plus from the drop-down menu. Thanks so much for joining me. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.